Hello and welcome back to A to B with Parkour UK. In today's Getting to Know You episode, I sit down with Simon, who is our workforce lead. Uh, Simon joined Parkour UK as the work, uh, workforce lead role in the summer of last year. And uh, since then, he's been working on a number of projects, uh, probably the biggest one being the uh, Level 2 Simspa accreditation. Uh, so yeah, Simon joins me today and I know he's incredibly nervous, but we're going to spend a bit of time talking about you, Simon, uh, because I feel like uh, your sort of your your story and, and sort of how you came across parkour and got involved with parkour UK is is unique and it's um it's really interesting. So I guess um start off by telling me a little bit about yourself, like your background in rugby league, um how you came across parkour UK and and sort of why you went into the workforce lead role. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I guess it is quite quite an interesting story, quite a different story. Um, I mean, my my background is in it's in sport. I've done sport my my whole life, but lots of different sports. So um, initially, I was I was a swimmer from being really young right through to being like sixteen, seventeen, and then randomly jumped to American football and then Australian rules football. So all the all the weird stuff. Um, and then um, through the work that I do, there's um, I, I'm, I'm involved in like strength and conditioning and performance uh, sport coaching. And uh, through that, um, I was working, looking after the elite athletes at the University of Sheffield and then got involved with the Sheffield Eagles rugby league team. And, uh, and then that's kind of how I got started in, in rugby league back in 2014. That was um, working with the academy and scholarship like under 16s and then right through up to the, the first team now. And then... Uh, Spent all of uh, October last year living in a, a hotel in Leeds with the uh, the um, Irish Rugby League team for the World Cup, which was quite exciting. Um, but I kind of, um, I don't actually remember when I kind of first came across parkour, but I remember seeing something about how it was kind of groundbreaking in a, in a film. Um, and yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember the date. And uh, so it's always kind of, I've not necessarily practiced it, but it's always kind of been there, known it existed and that kind of thing. And then it'd be back in, um, I think 2017, 2018, something like that, um, when uh, when the first set of jobs kind of came out with Parkour UK. I saw one crop up on the, the UK sport website and it was a, the development role. And I thought, you know what, that sounds really interesting. Um, I thought it'd be like a, an interesting challenge getting involved in the, the, in the sport and uh, utilizing kind of my knowledge and experience and seeing how I could... Um, um, could use that to, to help develop the sport and what people uh, what people are doing and that kind of thing and uh, wasn't successful and uh, but through that I ended up doing um, some development associate work and at the time because I was working with the University of Sheffield a lot of the work I did was around building the toolkit that was um, the information for uh, students starting a new uh, kind of um, society or club at a university and the processes and the help that they might need to go through for that. Um, and that's kind of where my where my journey with Parkour UK started right back in uh, 2018. I, I did that. And you obviously went for the uh, workforce lead role last summer. I remember we, we went to the same, um, what was it like, not, not an assessment day, but it was kind of like a day in, in Birmingham wasn't it we kind yeah. of just all got together and that yeah that was uh, where I where I first met you sort of in a way um <laughs> what since, since joining what what do you enjoy most about like your job role um you know uh, I guess something to do with the work and then something to do with like the the company and the company culture in a way yeah definitely um I remember the, the recruitment day um 
quite well, uh, wandering into that, quite nervous. And then when uh, Chris told me who else had been, got the jobs, he referred to referred to you, and he said uh, Callan with the hair. That's how he described <laughs> it to me, and I thought, I was like, that's kind of unfair. Um, but yeah, so I mean, what what kind of a, attracted me in kind of in the first instance to the to the role was the um, I guess the creativity and looking at the the course and the development of the courses and that kind of thing. Um, because part of what I did when I was with the university was built an internship program and that involved kind of qualifications and, and, um, and um, building around that, the education side and all that kind of thing. And, and that's been something that's always interested me in the, in the work that I do kind of educate and help grow and develop other people. Um, I think that's probably one of the things that I, that I do really enjoy about the role and, and one of the things that I'm, I'm enjoying doing now, looking at how we can how. I mean, first off, the, one of the main projects that I was kind of thrown straight into was redevelopment of the level two. Um, and that obviously was quite a, quite a large task and quite a lot of things needed to, uh, needed to be done with it. Um, and I just find that to be really interesting, really satisfying, particularly to now see our, uh, our second or our, our two courses that have gone on this year. Um, just getting those off the ground, getting those running and, and seeing that is, is really good and really satisfying. Uh, yeah, this kind of leads into into my next question. Uh, is obviously you've touched on it there with the level two, um, but what projects are you currently working on for the organisation? Kind of what what is it that your your current uh, your current workload is? So obviously we've got that level two redevelopment that is it's kind of still ongoing in the sense that we've got the course going and it is it is um, first for sport accredited and we're working on the Sims Pro accreditation. So. That one is still currently underway. We've also got other project redevelopments, so we'll be looking at the level one um, later on in the summer. Um, also, uh, between myself and, and Caroline as a workforce support, we're also looking at what CPD courses we can grow. So doing um, doing some research into that and, and working on projects to do with um, like uh, working with uh, people with learning disabilities as one CPD and also working with young people. So they're two of the kind of main CPDs. There's also a couple of other kind of little projects that are more around sort of um, structures of um, how the tutors work with us and, and how we utilize that to help develop the, the courses and their involvement with Parkour UK and, and that kind of thing. Um, so there's quite a few different, different little projects going on there and uh, lots of creativity in there. Do you think your previous work with like Rugby League and the work that you do with Rugby League is uh, helping you in in your current role with with these projects and if so why i think it, it, it's really important when when you're looking at any of these kind of coach development sort of um or, or roles that involve coach development and qualifications and that kind of thing that you you maximize experience from lots of different things and obviously i've got that background in rugby league which seems like night and day potentially from from parkour um, so i could uh, i can understand a, a few people being skeptical of how that might work um, but I think, uh, I mean, I've done coaching qualifications in rugby league, American football, Aussie rules football, also uh, like quite a few different things. Um, and there's, there's certain things that are kind of consistent all the way through. Um, but then every other sport is also kind of really prone to keeping into this almost um, tunnel vision kind of channel. Everything is within their sport, which kind of makes sense. But on the, on the flip side, there's lots of things that people can learn from lots of different sports. Um, and lots of kind of crossover in in coaching, even even if you might have something that's completely different with an individual trying to make a jump in, in parkour versus someone who's trying to um, take someone's head off with a tackle in rugby league. Like they're obviously two completely wildly different things. Um, but the the elements of coaching um, as the fundamentals are kind of uh, really similar in what you use. 
Um, and I think, as I say, I think that's really important that we utilize that. And I think my experience in that is something that I've been able to, to bring in to help kind of bring completely kind of fresh eyes into the qualifications that we've got and look at how we can, we can develop those in different ways, potentially to what, what we might have thought of otherwise. You touched on it briefly there, um, but I kind of want to elaborate on it a little bit more is like, why do you think it's important that we bring outside skills that people have into parkour? So I know, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit that, you know, your work in the workforce lead role may be met with some skepticism from people because you're not uh, someone who's practiced parkour like for years or, you know, anything like that. So like, I guess this would, this would be the opportunity for you to give your defense if it were. But I think, you know, it is important that we, um, you know, we don't have that tunnel vision and that we really like look to uh, outside inspirations and bring in people with that knowledge and that skill set into our sport to help our sport sort of develop and grow. Um, so I guess, yeah, just why do you think it's important that, you know, we, we do that sort of thing? Um, I think probably probably the key thing around that is uh, or well one thing certainly to mention on that is uh, going to a lot of kind of coach development or workforce um, events that are based around Simspur or first for sport and that kind of thing and there's a lot of other different sports that are looking to us for what we do and how we're how we're developing and and how that's groundbreaking and actually leading other sports um, and that's a big part in it in, in one way because um, all those other sports now that we're talking to are actually going, actually, do you know what? Parkour is really, they're really new and there's that opportunity to do lots of different things and they can take a, a clean slate approach to what they're doing and we can learn from that. So we are kind of getting our name out there in, in that sort of element um, and that sort of thing. Um, but I think um, in terms of it being um, sort of received skeptically and that kind of thing, I think obviously that's kind of... Um, I've not necessarily experienced that per se, but I could understand people thinking of that because it is obviously it's quite a small community. Um, and I think it's really important to kind of note that it's not solely myself that's coming in and saying, this is what you need to cover. This is what you need to do in these coaching qualifications. Uh, I can sit there and say, these are topics that we need to cover, but to build in that in-depth knowledge and, and that kind of thing, we're obviously uh, leaning heavily on people within the community to bring that knowledge in. Um, so where I might not necessarily have that knowledge from practicing, I understand where that might fit into what elements we do have to cover to fit in with a first for sport or a sims qual qualification. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we don't, that I'm kind of making that up and what we need to put in it. Um, we are utilizing the community, utilizing that input and just making sure that we do maximize that knowledge that comes in. Um, and just kind of linking that back to those fresh eyes and looking at it from an external point of view. There's often lots of different things that you, you see that are different, um, maybe different ways to approach certain things or different, um, different ideas. So for example, in the level two redevelopment, we put a few different models in of um, how you might work through coaching um, and um, various different ideas like that that were kind of, um, they weren't necessarily there before. It's not that the knowledge wasn't there before, but it was like, oh, let's try a different approach for it. And it's kind of the, the classic, you can't see the wood for the trees kind of thing. When you're in it, you sometimes need to have somebody who's external of it to get that slightly different approach to it. And I think that's where it's really valuable um, for me to come into something like that and just provide that different viewpoint. Awesome. That's very well put. Um, I guess, yeah, my next question, 
Um, you know, within the last few years, what's been one memory from parkour that's really stuck out to you? Um, I'm going to go with the level two um, and getting that uh, back on the map and underway this year because knowing the amount of work that's gone into it and uh, kind of the, the history and developing it over the, the last few years and the, the um, I guess, I guess for the, the issues and things like that and the review of it, um, I, it's been really important for us as an NGB to get to the point of having uh, a really solid qualification that is backed by First for Sport and will be backed by Simsboro as well. Um, that I think that's a, a massive memory for me. Um, and um, in terms of, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two here. I'm gonna give you a two for one. Um, the other one is um, is more of a fun one. So that's a big like serious one in terms of working for Parker UK. The other fun one is when I was a development uh, associate. Um, Dan Newton, Chris Grant and uh, Omar came up to Sheffield to do some work one day and I actually went down and met them in Encliffe Park um, and uh, that was um, the first time seeing uh, Dan do parkour um, and I'm not going to say I was much better um, but it was, uh, yeah, that's an outstanding memory for me as well. My first real proper experience of, uh, of parkour and it was, uh, it was with all those guys so that was really exciting. So away, away from Parkour UK, outside of, of your work role and stuff like what what are your interests what do you like to do in your in your spare time so as i've kind of uh, said before i've always been involved in sports that's always been a big big being a big part of my life um uh obviously i've, I've played lots of different sports and um and represented at all sorts of different levels within those and and as we've kind of discussed rugby league's a, a massive part of that now for, for me uh because of that there's not an awful lot of spare time for me um so a lot of my time is spent um coaching within within rugby league with the with the sheffield eagles and also with rugby league island um and then i also do lots of uh, kind of private um snc and performance work and things as well um and that's that's basically kind of the, the main things that I get up to outside of kind of working things. Um, I love I love our van um, going out and uh, randomly pitching up at places and um, and just having uh, nice walks or uh, sleeping uh, sleeping in the van for for a couple of days that kind of thing. Uh, and I love my motorbikes as well and getting out for for nice nice rides. And there's uh, there's not very many things that I find better for sort of chilling the chilling the mind out than just uh, going for a ride. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my pastimes there. <laughs> What's one sort of interesting or unique fact about yourself that not many people would know? Um, that's always an interesting question. Yeah. I find that because I never, I never, I never think of myself as having anything interesting like that. Um, the, the kind of the first thing that springs to mind and it sounds kind of sounds almost like a blowing my own trumpet kind of thing but it's not meant in that way but um just for uh, for someone that might not necessarily appear like i'm necessarily that athletic necessarily um but having represented sort of on an international stage on several different sports i think that's quite an interesting fact all of them quite weird and unusual sports particularly in like aussie rules and, and american football quite random for people over here <laughs> Uh, I guess final question as well is um, what's one thing that you wish I'd asked you? Um, do you know what? I think that's also a really, really yeah. <laughs> a difficult question as well. Um, I think um, perhaps something along the lines of um, 
your, uh, I guess, like your, your classic superhero power? What would be yeah. your favourite power? That kind of thing. Just something really random. What, what would be your, your... I think it'd be flying, me. Yeah. It'd make life so much easier getting around everywhere. <laughs> Sweet. A nice one. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. That was a, a short little conversation with Simon, our workforce lead. Um, if you did want to reach out to Simon uh, with anything course related, what's your sort of Parkour UK email? Uh, my email is simon.vardy at parkour.uk. So for any football fans out there, that's like Jamie Vardy, but I'm no relation. <laughs> I will also leave that in the description of the podcast as well. Uh, if you did want to reach out to Simon with any questions or queries about um parkour coaching courses uh, you can also reach out to us on instagram or facebook uh, at parkour uk we'll just be there um to answer any questions you may have or put you in contact with the correct member of our team who would be able to answer any of the questions that you may have uh take care thanks for listening and uh, see you next time <laughs>